1: Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 40 p Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit for plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. See T-Mobile.com. Right now, switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with AutoPay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network. <laughs> What is up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Challenge Mania. This episode is brought to you by Challenge Mania Live, New York City, part We are coming to you from our home away from home at Caroline's on Broadway on Saturday, January 26, 2019. That's right. Not only is it our next live show, it is our first live show of the new year. We'll have a 1 p.m. meet and greet and a 3 p.m. live show. And Dee and myself will be joined by an amazing panel of Susie Meister, Marie Rhoda, and Kenny Santucci. That's right. Five total challenge wins between our panel and a whole lot more finals and that's even one final for Marie in there as well on that panel it will be a great time, tickets are going fast, the meet and greet tickets are almost already gone I'm humbled to say so make sure you head to challengemania.live for tickets, we can't wait to hang out with you over here in the Big Apple once again, All right, you didn't come for me, you came for D. so on the line right now he makes me a better man and right now he's going to make me a complete man Mr. Derek Kaczynski. What's up, dude.
2: Yeah, you're damn right. I am because what did you just say? Five total challenge wins between me, Kenny, Susie, and Marie. I didn't, oh, count, I said, didn't count you, buddy. Oh, I, just, I was going to say just our panel. I was going to say, yeah, you're, you, you're really, you're really getting me going Come now. On, because, you vain bastard. You want to be yeah. looped in with all our guests. Come on. You're the host. Uh, uh, sorry. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I I'm not making you a more complete man. We've uh, got
1: we've got a great podcast for you guys. We already taped this thing. It's almost 2 hours of chatter with Tony Reigns who was one elimination away from being in the final reckoning final. We talk about that and the controversy surrounding that elimination with Natalie and Paulie that took him and Johnny out of the game. We also had a big two-part reunion to discuss with Tony that of course was capped off with his proposal to his now fiance Alyssa. We get into that. We talk about whether a wedding special like CT's might be on the horizon for them, and there's a little bit of a teaser here at the end of this interview about our Challenge Mania award special that will be coming, a nomination special, and then a winner special towards the end of this year and in the new year to encompass the entire 2018 that was in the Challenge World. Vendetta is the final reckoning, Champs versus Stars three, and Tony Reigns played a part in each and every step of the way this year. So, uh, so D, before we get to our interview, anything you want to say to set this thing up with Mr. Reigns? here Let's set this party on fire, baby, right now. Let's do it, baby. We got free shipping still at challengemania.shop, so you can go if you spend over $45. Your holiday gifts will be shipped to you for free over at challengemania.shop. The code is at the top of the website. When you go there at the top of the page, make sure you copy and paste that in at checkout. And for those of you participating in our patron-only secret Santa, which I'm blown away, I think he's got somewhere around 70 people involved in this. Our man Brian Walsh put this thing together over at patreon.com com/slash Challenge um, It's really cool. You have patrons, and I think they might even be letting some uh, just some maniacs in as well. So check over at the Challenge Maniacs Facebook group if you want to get in, even if you're not a patron. Uh, I'll leave that up to Brian to decide. But basically, you get matched up with another Challenge Maniac, and you will get to decide. You know, you put a wish list together, who your favorite challengers are, what kind of merch you're looking for, what your size is, and before Christmas or around Hanukkah time, you will receive a Challenge Mania gift package from your Secret Santa. So Fun stuff over at patreon.com slash challenge mania tons of bonus content over there we will have our part two of our reunion review up later this week where d and i will deep dive into that so very fun month to become a patron also if you are a challenge mania patron you will be able to vote for our challenge mania awards that is the only way to do so you need to be a patron to vote so consider signing up this month uh the voting will happen at the end of this month some new patrons to announce lisa ann jennifer DePonde, danielle martin michael landy colleen pagan Zolly Arden, Noah Over, Morgan Irving, Sean, Rosia Bell Betancourt, Paula Woolley, Sammy Zinkin, Jillian Boise, Sarah Ravenhall. Ooh, that kind of sounds like Ravenclaw from uh, Harry Potter. Andrew Reed, Dawn Urbanowitz kaylee and dante buchanan i think i already shouted you out kaylee so you get a second one and if you're wondering why it's a one name shout out kaylee it's because you didn't put a last name when you signed up for patreon that's why um thank you guys so much for becoming our newest patrons we really appreciate it we can't wait to see you guys weigh in on the challenge mania awards discussion more on that at the end of this episode and in the coming weeks um Remember to follow us on social media. I'm at shot of Yeager. He's at Derek MTV on all platforms on Instagram. I am at Scott of Yeager on Facebook, our official challenge mania page, where we do a lot of announcements, contests, guest Q and A's, etc. facebook.com slash challenge mania podcast. And remember, as I said, at the top of the show, challenge is the only way to get tickets for challenge mania live, New York city, Saturday, January 26th. And it is a one PM meet and greet, three PM live show. Will be out the door by five PM. Marie Rhoda, Susie Meister, Kenny Santucci, and Derek and myself. Let's not forget Derek also has three challenge championships. Yes, sir. Let's go. If you want to let hit Tony, the music. if you want to let Tony know you heard him on the show, he's at Tony Reigns on Twitter. And uh, remember to hit up that Tony Reigns shop to get your gear as well this holiday season. All right, let's hit the music. Let's get to it, Tony Reigns. Yeah. I'm excited to hear what he's got to say about this. This conspiracy
2: yeah that's tonytime.store 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 Keep the music oh shout out to all the patrons kaylee third shout out for you kaylee colleen Pegg, and i see you and everybody else uh we appreciate you jumping on board the pod squad
1: On the line right now, ladies and gentlemen, a few weeks ago, he proposed that he would come on our podcast to discuss what happened on the final reckoning when he and Johnny Bananas went home. But last night on the final reckoning reunion, he proposed to his now fiance, Alyssa. Man, a lot of propositions (laughs) coming our man's way right here. Mr. Tony Reigns. What's up, dude? Welcome back to the show. What's going on, guys? Thank you for having me again.
2: Man, congratulations, Tony. What a huge year for you in the challenge universe, man.
0: It's a big one, man. It's a big one.
1: Yeah, dude. C- congratulations. This is what we, I think, alluded to last time you were on the show. We knew big things were coming at the reunion. I think a lot of people knew you guys had gotten engaged via social media, but since we didn't know the specifics, we didn't know how it played out, we wanted to l- let there be a little bit of TV magic, but now that we've seen it play out um, on camera and whatnot, first of all, congrats. Tell us what went into doing this because I think some of us, myself included, I just got married this year. I got engaged the year before. I I mean, I did it in front of an otter exhibit at the Stanford Nature Center, and I know I was shook just to have a few strangers kind of in the background who started paying attention. What was it like doing this on camera in front of a live audience in front of 30 of your friends, peers, and sometimes enemies and frenemies? And what went into this? How long were you planning this, man? Scott, dude, this, this
0: was the most nerve-wracking thing I've ever done in my entire life. Um, it it So it started out. Um, I was going to propose, propose to her on her birthday. Right. That was September. 7, that was September 17th and we were just kind of doing something local. And I was like, you know what? She deserves better than that. And so I, I decided I planned a trip. So after that, I was like, what can I do? What can I do? So I planned a trip to San Diego. It's actually, um, it's a trip that I had won from dirty 30, uh, that I never cashed in on. So I was like, you know, this would be perfect. It's a nice resort and spa. And, you know, I had a, a nice dinner set up for us in the evening time. And I was going to pop the question there and all that good stuff. And then, you know, the reunion, the reunion thing came around and I started thinking, I was like, you know, everybody, everybody that's watched me since the beginning, since real world um, has kind of seen my transformation and kind of seen my different, you know, my, my relationship with Alyssa, let it all come full circle, why not uh why not finish it up on stage and propose to her? And to be honest, I'm glad I did it that way because if I had to wait until because we haven't even gone on the trip yet. The trip's coming up on December 7th. If I would have had to wait this long, I would have had to hold the ring for three months, I might have spilled the beans, you know. So um I was happy to do it on stage in front of everyone. And it was just the the day of, I was so nervous. I don't know if you see me on stage, but that's all I kept thinking about, it. I knew that we were going to do it at the end. Nobody, by the way, none of the cast members know, uh, knew that I was going to, um, so uh, the whole day, the whole day that we're shooting, that's all I'm thinking about is the proposal. I know they, the producers told me we're going to do it at the very end. So it's all I'm thinking about the whole entire time. Um, at, at, as I'm still trying to adjust, uh, address the drama, you know, all the, the BS between me and Corey and, bananas and Devin and um, you know, all the other little spats that were going on um, still trying to get my point across with that. And the whole time I'm just thinking about this proposal and I don't want to mess it up. Uh, don't want to give it away. Um, so yeah. And I, I did it. I did it. I was very nervous. Um, I, I was happy the way it turned out. I'm glad that I didn't just, you know, draw a big blank up there and I got the words out. Um, Prior to prior to me going to New York to film the reunion, I had the ring and my luggage. And it was the time that it was the time that, um, the hurricane had hit the East coast and we had, our flights were getting screwed up. We had already put our luggage on there and they're telling us that our flight is canceled, but our bags will still wind up in the location that they're originally supposed to be in. So I'm, so from the very beginning, I'm freaking out. Like, I'm like, oh man, this is not off to a good start. Like, is this a sign I shouldn't do this? Um, you know, so I'm flying from New Orleans to South Carolina or North Carolina. And then from there to New York and, you know, it all did work out. My bags did arrive there when we arrived. So I was able to still have the ring. Um, but yeah, one of the most nerve wracking moments of my entire life. It's like I said, it's it's been a long time coming. And, um, I'm just really happy with the way it turned out. You know, I was, I was really, I was really proud of myself. You know, I got to give myself a little pat on the back. I feel like I did a, I did a pretty good job with the whole thing and be able to keep it a secret and keeping my nerves about me. So, um, yeah, I couldn't be happier.
2: Yeah. I, I, I love, I love what you said. I love what you said. You said something along the lines of, uh, Alyssa, you made me a better man and now you're going to make me a complete man. Um, Did you think you were going to trip up on that with all those people watching you in the crowd? (laughs) I mean, or was that natural? Was that natural? Was that plan? That phrase? It, I
0: mean, it it came out easy because
2: it's true. Um, Yes. So it 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 came out easy for me to say, is that weird? Cause I I was trying to remember exactly what you said. And I was like, that was so perfect. And then just now I was looking for the notes and like, oh, don't trip up on this. And I didn't.
0: Well, I knew I needed to say something, you know, I don't <laughs> want to just say, Hey, come up here, get on my knee and say, Hey, will you marry me? I knew I had to get, I had to say something and, um, you know, something meaningful. And that was just, I felt, I felt like that was just the perfect, um, the perfect way to ask. And I, I, ha- I knew like going out there, I was like, all right, you know, you got to say something, Tony, you got to say something. And I really didn't have anything planned up until the day of. And, um, it just made a lot of sense to me because she has been, with me through all my ups and downs, um, you know, whatever, whatever we've been through anytime we spent the part, um, you know, there was always part of me that knew she was the one. And, um, you know, I, I think she had felt the same way the entire time. So, um, you know, yes, yeah, she's been with me through all my ups and downs and it's definitely in the long run made me a better man. And once we finally tie this knot, I am going to feel like a complete man. So yeah, it was just a true and honest statement for me. It felt good. It felt right. And, um, yeah, I'm just so happy I didn't draw a blink up there. Could you imagine if I, like, just froze? <laughs> yeah, I can. <laughs> I can. That would be. There, was, I can. There, was, there was one moment there where uh, the banana cam actually caught it. Shout out yeah. to Johnny for catching all those angles. Um, there was a moment there, though, when she had said yes, and I went to go put the ring on her finger, and, like, I couldn't, like, get it on. And I was like, oh, God. Like, I, there was a little moment there where I was like, oh, man, it's not going as smooth as it can be. But um, she was just like, give it to me. And she slipped, she slipped it on. Um, but yeah, my, and my buddy had told me, he was, I had told him that I had that one little slip up and he's like, dude, come on, man. You know, you got to put like a little bit of like, maybe some, if you had some chapstick on, you could have put some chapstick inside, of, inside of the ring and food would have slipped on easier. This and that. Yeah. I was, well, I didn't think about it. Right. But yeah. besides that one little hiccup, man, everything went really, really smooth. I think we ended that reunion on a high note and I think it was much needed, uh, especially with all the. God, all the, just the drama, the hate, um, just all the, oh man, just the whole, the the intensity of that, that reunion was, was just, it was at an all time high. We filmed that, it was only two parts, so you got two hours, but we filmed that from like 10 o'clock in the morning till 10 o'clock at night, you know? So it's like 12 hours of, of us being all together in that building. Um, Yeah. So it, it was a rough one. So to end it on that note. God, it felt good. It felt like we just kind of cleansed the room. And, you know, after the camera stopped rolling, me and Alyssa rode off into the sunset.
1: So, Tony, you you were kind of, I would say, among this panel of – Uh, 30 wacky, wild and crazy kids. You were among the few voices of reason up there. I want to know how much of that had to do with the fact that in the back of your mind, you're like, all right, this is going to end with the most important moment of my life up until this point. You know, I need to go into romance mode. I can't have the first half of this reunion, me standing over Corey yelling at him like Devin was yelling at Johnny and looking like an asshole and then transition into that. So how much in, in, you know, having this proposal in the back of your mind, kind of gave you clarity and gave you the ability to step back and kind of take these other situations for what they were and weigh in kind of, you know, in passing and kind of be a little bit more thought-provoking than I thought some of these people were on this panel. A lot of people letting their emotions get the best of them, getting worked up here or there. But I really thought you had a lot of good and smart things to say here. So do you think it was kind of a blessing there as far as the way you fit into what you described as well as kind of a, you know, a bit of an ape shit panel up there? yeah
0: especially like with part one when the whole me and Corey thing got brought up uh that was that was a big focus for me as far as how I was going to handle myself because I knew I was going to be doing at the end of the night and I didn't want to come across as like this I I like you said I didn't want to come across like Devin or anybody else up there that just are like Angela you know who just they just kind of pop off um at the drop of a hat and it it's just really not it's really not a good look I mean for the for the people at home, for the people in the Twitterverse and on social media, it, it does get them talking a lot. And it is, unfortunately, what a lot of people like to see, you know, the drama side of it. And they want to see people get worked up and they want to see that trashy side of um, of reality TV. But I knew in the back of my head I was about to pro- propose. So that's the last thing I was going to do is get up and, like, try to threaten somebody or, you know, tell somebody, oh, come hit me, come try me now. Something like, it's just – it. it and it's also a product of me doing these shows for so long and being able to see myself on TV make mistakes before and give up, you know, mess up opportunities that I had and, and where things could have went a lot better if I handled myself in a better way. So it's just me being more self-aware over the years and knowing that, OK, Tony, you could pop off here and you can make a really big scene and it's going to cause a really big wave for this small moment in time. But it's going to mess up what you're trying to do at the end. And, you know, it's going to mess up your end result and it's not going to come across the way that you want. In the way that it should, um, so that's why I try to keep my composure up there, and I try not to, I try not to add too much fuel to the fire, and just keep a level head the entire time, and, and know that um, you know the bigger picture here is me, um, me getting through this proposal.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you if you were a real reality TV superstar, you would have found a way to storm off stage, kick a couple things, then come back and propose.
0: That yeah, and that's just not even in my nature. Like, that's just not in my na- – even when even when I was, like, my younger days, my wilder days, like, when I was little, when I'd fly off the handle or when, you know, when I'd be at these reunion shows or even on, on the regular episodes. Like, I've never been one to over-exaggerate anything. Like, I've never been one to, like, all right. Today we got to make sure that we. I'm gonna storm off this. I'm gonna storm off the stage <laughs> whenever there's a moment like that. I feel that is appropriate. I got to do that because I got to make a stake. I've never been that one. Anything I've ever done is organic. It's just come natural but out of stupidity or you know, as we see now, you know, more of me being, uh, you know, my maturity. So that I don't, I don't, I don't like that, and I don't. I don't know for a fact that anybody does play it up or it's staged or they storm off because, oh, they want to make a scene or that's all that. Because, you know, anytime somebody storms off, that always makes air. And I think that's in the back of these, these people's heads. And they know that, like, OK, yeah, I'm going to make my moment here. Um, but I've never been one to do that anyway. And if if I wasn't proposing to Alyssa, I still don't, I still don't think I would have really popped off or tried to make a huge scene or flip the couch over or anything like that. Um, but the things I was dealing with was completely different from what Ashley was dealing with or what Devin was dealing with or what Angela was dealing with um, or with, you know, what bananas was dealing with. That was, um, you know, that was some, especially the Devin bananas thing. That, that's a really sensitive touchy subject. And I said it last night, if regardless if I was in the wrong or not, or if I was, you know, if it was right of Devin to follow bananas around and stalk them like that, uh if that was me doing it to him if, if i was in devon shoes and i was stalking bananas and you know stuff like that and kind of provoking them and then banana said anything about my dead father like i said last night i probably would have reacted in the same way i'm not saying anybody's right or anybody's wrong i'm just saying i would have reacted in the same way um so yeah i don't know that that whole that's what reunions are about man you know the ups and downs the highs and lows the drama we got a little bit of of it all last night, uh, I think this was. I tweeted it out. Uh, part one of the reunion. I think this is the best reunion we've had in years. Best one I've ever been a part of for sure. And um, yeah, I think you know whoever. I think everybody got their um, got their taste of of what they would expect.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, look, if we had to do – and let's do this right now, kind of give a power ranking of who came out of this reunion looking the best. I think everyone kind of got their jabs in, some more than others, some better than others. There were quite a few altercations here. I would put you, Tony, arguably at number one, not just because of the proposal, which I think it's hard after that to give it to anyone but you. But coupled with that, the fact that you never lost your cool, you had some good points in there, I do think you actually – In sort of sticking by bananas, both you know, literally and I think physically, just being next to him the whole time, but also having that comment where you mentioned your own father and had Johnny said that to you, you be you would have been as upset as Devin. I do think you did give him enough to kind of you know play it down the middle there, and you had some good moments there. So I would put you at number one. After you, Tony, who do you think came out of this reunion looking the best? And you were there, so you saw stuff we didn't even see. And don't say Dolph Ziggler, but I do think he came out of this thing looking. Pretty well, too.
2: <laughs> did you just give Tony an award? Did you just give Tony an award? Was he the, was he like, did he get like the main actor, actor, actress award as opposed to best supporting actress that Sylvia got? Did you just do that? He gets best <laughs> performance
1: at the reunion. We're going to give out the reunion oh awards God. right now. Tony Reigns gets that. This- and, uh, when you give, uh, what your, we
2: him, when what you we give your girlfriend him,
1: a diamond ring, you win that award. What are we sending him? I don't know. We'll have to come up with something. Maybe we sent him uh, a chocolate ring or a ring pop or something. Um, but Tony, so who do you think? I mean, you're sitting there, you're seeing people walk off left and right. You're seeing names, expletives, you know, jokes left and right, uh, arguments who in the room, and you could, you know, speak to this a little better than we can. Cause we saw, we see this thing sliced to death. For TV time. You guys spend 12 hours in there. They don't really show a lot of audience reactions. I think I count like four per episode. So who in the room was the audience vibing with? Whose shit were they buying for lack of a better term? And who came out of this thing? Would you say at numbers two, three, and four in the power rankings here? Oh, wow.
0: That's really hard. That's something I had to get some thought to. I mean, off the top of my head, I guess, I mean, I think bananas came off pretty pretty good i think he i think he carried himself he handled himself very well as he usually does especially with all the things which were being thrown his way he had to deal with a lot of adversity that day um uh so i probably had to put him at number two i mean he um he was a, he was the the focal point of a, of a lot of stuff that went on the season and alone with myself and you know everybody still came in him at the reunion but i think he i think he carried himself pretty well um as far as who's after that, Brittany uh, Britney, <laughs> okay. no, Brittany's in the bottom five dude. Hey, she did she did she did uh have that that green dyed wine though. And that was pretty legit. That was pretty cool. That's that's showing some homage to, to the season. You gotta
1: respect the, you know, the commitment she, to the craft. She shows up to so, the dude. challenge drunk. She shows up to the redemption house drunk. She showed up to challenge mania live in Atlanta drunk. And she, I think, is the first person to show up to a Skype drunk. So the kudos to you, my girl.
0: Skype. The only thing that would have made that Skype better is if. <laughs> As if she would have had some guy like walk in frame, butt naked, and, like kiss on the cheek, and be like, "Oh, hey, babe," and then walk off. Oh Down. God! Dude, that no, epic, bro. <laughs> to see, Bra- you think Brad's eyes are big now?
2: No. Um, or like the next, like, or if it or if it was like, like someone from like X on the beach to like promote the next on the X on the beach or something like that.
0: I wouldn't put it past anybody <laughs> if they do anything to get on another show nowadays, but, well, um,
2: best accessory award, best accessory award, right?
0: Yeah. I'll give it to her, man. That was pretty cool. Sure. wait. Cause you know, you know, everybody knows that we, they put the green dye or they put the, the food coloring in the wine in the liquor now. So that was pretty cool to see her bring that out for the reunion. She made that famous.
1: Cause she's the one who sat there with a big glass of it when she was having that that's coffee right. table discussion with Chuck that everybody analyzed. And that's the yeah. first shot where everyone really got a good look at the green wine and started talking about it. I want to know how she recreated it out there. Did she actually get some food coloring and put it in some booze? What was the, whose idea was that? Was it whoever there was, was some thought behind that? There yeah. Mm-hmm. Behind that. And wait, way to stay on brand dude. way to stay on brand brit because when she came in on the Skype i think the first thing she said was like i'm back bitches or something like that and you can get your it's britney bitch t-shirt at the challengemania.shop that's a product placement for you thank you britney we appreciate that
0: Oh, those are available now. Do they oh, have yeah. they in all sizes? Okay. Oh yeah, dad bod sizes, <laughs>
1: triple X. We got the extra soft, oh, and we got uh, free shipping over on orders big over forty five dollars. Big
0: and tall options.
1: Oh yeah, we got all that You know, yeah, anyone doing the Secret Santa Over at the Challenge Mania Patreon I think that would make a nice uh, Christmas gift Although make sure they don't have kids before you buy them The It's Britney Bitch t-shirt, I should say that We have a couple things in the shop that you can't really wear In public uh, That me- that being one of them And then all of Pauly Calafiore's gear Which either has a middle finger or an F word Anyway, um, let me ask you a couple of these folks Because some of the newer cast members I thought brought their A-game to this reunion You know, sometimes the newer cast members or the people that get eliminated kind of early Don't get a lot of burn during these things I thought Faith came out of this thing Spitting some hot fire I thought Devon looked pretty good Jose even getting out there with some pantomime And some UCB level improvisation On the floor when he's uh, you know Recreating Brittany and Chuck's whole deal I thought Angela chirped a little bit So I thought that they got a lot of time Given the, the fact that hey They're not quintessential MTV Cast members yet at least And also they got eliminated pretty early the season. So how, what was it like seeing them up there really holding their own with the heavy hitters, like the Tonys and the bananas and the Amanda's and the Caras and the Zach's they're the pop-off Queens, man. You know, they, uh, I think, I think the
0: producers knew what they were going to get from them. That's why they were there. It was, it's a, a vital part of a reunion for people to get things off their chest, to rehash it out. Um, things that might've been left unsaid during the season. And they have, I mean, they're not ones to hold back. Um, Angela during the season was very, very quiet, but, but you know, she never really had a reason to speak out except there at the end when she felt she was played. And when she seen that footage from the people in the main house, um, she really popped off then. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, kudos to them. Uh, I think that's something that, like I said, the reunion needs and, um, they definitely brought it. They definitely brought it. I love Jose, by the way. I just want to go on record saying that Jose, Jose is the shit. Yes,
1: he is. Um,
2: Go ahead. D. You know, you know, no, it's interesting that you, that you mentioned Johnny is like, you know, the, the uh, you know, get, gets the supporting actor on on the male side award next to Tony this time around for the second uh, possible reunion in a row. Wow. Tony time. Um, because it, it's interesting because no matter what, whether he's in the heat, you know, or in the stew you know, get you know whether he's on on the on the right side or the wrong side, he still seems to be like the star player. You know what I mean? Like his deliveries, his his deliveries are great. His comebacks, um, his comebacks are, you know, still very extremely edgy and borderline too much for some people to the point where they don't like him more. But even still, like you know, you know, Devin comes at him, and he's and and, and Johnny sort of. Hold his ground, and then eventually, sort of like reiterates his apology. You know, it's so
0: easy for Johnny, dude, because he's done this for seventeen seasons, and you know, thirteen years, whatever it's been. Yeah, so he's he's seen all of this multiple times. It, it's almost like just one. It's like on a giant loop, just with new players. Yeah. So he's he's had he's had a Devin. He's had a Devin before. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? He's had um, he's had a uh, an an ex. He's had an Angela before he's had a Natalie before he's had, um, a, a car before. Like he's had all these, all these situations that he's seen played out. He's already that, that have been played out. He's already seen them multiple times. And the first time he's seen it, he might've handled it pretty good. But then the second time he's seen it, he knew how to handle it a little better. And now the third time around, he's like, okay, I got this in the bag. I know exactly how to handle myself. You think somebody, Now Johnny may have the gift of the gab. I'm sure anybody that um, you know that thinks they could handle themselves well in any situation, Uh, if if they're thrown into last night where Johnny's sitting down on that chair and Devin's walking up to him and and basically threatening him, do you think anybody that hasn't had the experience that him that Johnny has uh, is going to handle themselves that way? No way. There's not a chance. I mean that's that's somebody that has uh, perfected their craft right there. You know, he's, he's definitely put some, some work in. And like I said, he's studied these other situations he's remembered how people have handled them in the past. And he's just taken a little bit from each of those and, uh, put it in his arsenal dude, to, to really, to show you how to kind of work around situations and, and how to come off, maybe not the best way to some people, but you know, hard to argue that you can handle it any better without giving up too much, you know?
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, back to our guests in a minute, but uh, I'm getting a little tired. Mm, I wish I had some comfy sheets to lay on. Guess what? I do. Thanks to Brooklinen. You know, you spend one third of your life in sheets, which is some crazy sheet, but it's about time for a betting upgrade. Brooklinen has been named the winner of the best of online betting by Good Housekeeping. Not okay Housekeeping. Good Housekeeping. 30,000 five-star reviews more than any other betting company. They were founded in 2014 by a husband and wife combo. And let me tell you, there's another husband and wife combo, Scott and Lindsay, that are enjoying the F out of these sheets. Their mission is to make five-star hotel-quality sheets more affordable and easy to order. And let me tell you, they have. Brooklinen was the first DTC bedding company, meaning they work directly with manufacturers and directly with customers, no middlemen, just a great product and service. The sheets don't just feel great, they look great too. You can mix and match over 20 colors and patterns. My and sheets are the best, most comfortable sheets I've ever slept on. Lindsay loves them too. Now it's time for your upgrade. Brooklinen.com is giving an exclusive offer to Challenge Maniacs, and it is a good one. You can get $20 off and, yep, there's an and, free shipping when you use the code MANIA at Brooklinen.com. Brooklinen is so confident in their product that all their sheets, all their comforters, and towels come with a lifetime warranty. The only way to get $20 off and free shipping is to use the code MANIA at brooklinen.com that's b-r-o-o-k-l-i-n-e-n.com promo code mania brooklinen these really are the best sheets ever and now i'm worked up i don't even need a nap let's get back to our guests um, you know, it's you, you mentioned how Johnny ended up kind of being the focus of this reunion, especially the, the top of this part two here. Um, and, you know, we talked about it when you came on earlier in the season, right after the episode that had you and Corey's physical altercation, him and Devin's verbal altercation. Challenge 21 has a question here. He said, ask Tony, why does it seem like the cast are more outraged over what Bananas said to Devin using his words and not what Corey did to Tony, which may have resulted in a serious injury? Uh, Challenge 21. One doesn't understand how it's even comparable and that Corey's way of acting like it's not a big deal is wrong. So talk about in, in terms of the reunion here, because it does seem like that got a lot more time. You know, it got everybody running backstage. You got two segments here on both episodes. You and Corey was kind of like a five minute thing. He didn't really cop to it to the level I would have liked. And then we kind of moved on. So do you think there's a discrepancy there? Do you think that people care more about the Johnny Devon thing than the you and Corey thing than they should? or Are you OK with that?
0: I mean, uh, yeah, I'm okay with it, of course, but I think it's just more of th- there's more of a, a, a history there with Devin and Bananas, so it's you know it's it's got more it's got more groundwork to it. Also, I didn't get hurt, so if I was to get hurt, of course there would be more. I think there would be more sympathy there. There would be more anger towards Corey. There would be more of a reason for Corey to to sh- to to seem more apologetic than he has been, but I wasn't injured. Um, so I think people are just looking at that as like, okay, y'all two got into it. You got body slam. Corey went home. That's the end of it. Now, bananas taken up for me. And then the whole Devin thing popping off and he's kind of just provoking Johnny. It just, um, I guess it just had more, it had a little more substance to it, I guess. Uh, I don't, I don't really have a problem with it. I wish that people could, understand the severity of what could have happened between me and Corey, but you know, that's, that's easier said than done. You know, um, I think I had even tweeted it out. I said the only way that he's going to, he's going to show, uh, honest sincerity is if I would have sustained a life threatening injury or died from that. Um, otherwise, you know, it's, it's just going to be what it is. Um, I think that's, yeah, I, I think that's just what it is, man. Um, it was very, I wasn't there because I was gone, but from what I heard when I got back to the house, which y'all seen on TV doesn't do it justice. I mean, that night was was brutal. After the body slam um, between Devin and Bananas, and basically, the, well, the whole house and Bananas. So, um, I think that just had a little more substance to it. I think it was a little more. It was a little more personal because, like I said, man, if you say anything about someone's someone's family member that has passed away, that's ooh, even if you're in the wrong. Like if I'm in the wrong, if I'm I'm sitting there, and I'm just I'm just. Poking at you, poking at you, just that just yelling at you and all that. And then you say anything about my dad, it's like, okay, it, it's it's on now. Um I think it's something that Devin's had a hard time dealing with and a hard time letting go. And I think that's why it was that's why I was um shown um so much during this reunion because there was a lot a lot of emotion there and um you know, the stuff between me and Corey was just like I think I think it shows lack of immaturity from him, not understanding the severity of that and coming up with an honest apology. And, but like, uh, you know, I could let that go. I haven't made, I feel like too big of a fuss about it. You know what happened, happened. And, um, but the stuff between Devin and bananas, that's, that's just, I guess a little more personal and people are a little more invested in that. Uh, especially with it, with the history that they have. I mean, since what was it? Rivals three, they've had a, they've had a beef. So, um, and it's always kind of gone unsettled. Vendettas. That that was a big, big moment for Devin sending bananas out. And I'm sure bananas has always kind of um, kind of held a grudge against Devin for that. And then you see it on Final Reckoning. They didn't speak a word until that night. And that, it, I guess it went somewhere it shouldn't have. And people are, um, yeah, I think people are just more invested in that.
2: Well, I, I think that they're more invested because it, it didn't stop as opposed to with you and Corey, you guys talked about it, had a quick quick chat about it. You know, you said your PC said his, and then it it was done. And, but with, with Devin, you know, he got up, he got into Johnny's face. He was the cliffhanger to whether or not he was actually going to hit Johnny or not, you know, and then, you know, it, it you know, it leads to, you know, people storming off stage people picking sides um right 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 know, anyway, I was which, gonna, which ties you back into it again
0: people storming off stage I was gonna say um I know earlier I'd said something about like people storming off stage and I don't want people thinking off, I'm talking about Ashley and she was being fake because uh Ashley did lose she's lost yes. a family member yes uh, recently. These shows and,
2: and within the challenge her dad
0: yes. and it was her and it was her dad so I'm sure that did hit a hit a soft spot for her. That's a very sensitive subject. So I could see her, it's kind of affecting her in a way where she did need to take a minute. So, um, you know, I don't want to, I don't want Ashley or anybody to think I was putting her down or saying she was being overboard there overacting because, um, you know, that's, that is very, that's recent for her too. So, um, yeah, uh, Devin, I guess, I don't know. I, that was, that was such an intense moment right there if you run it back and you can, if you see me on the couch, I'm sitting and I'm staring at Devin, like, wait, he's really about to do this. And there was a moment where yeah, I was thinking, I was like, should I let him swing at him or yeah. should I, should I stop this? Because <laughs> Devin was going to hit him. And yeah. And you know, there was a moment where I was like, all right. So I snapped out of it. I snapped out of the trance and I grabbed him because I didn't want him to hit John. I don't want, I don't want that to happen between them two. Um, and I told Johnny afterwards, like, we sat down on the couch. They got Devin out of there. And I was like, dude, man, he was really about to hit you. He said, I don't care. You think that was going to hurt me? You think that was going to affect me? I was like, bro, I don't want to mess up that pretty face. He's like, man, I would have caught – Johnny said, man, I would have caught his hand. I would have caught his fist. I guess he would have done some kind of Matrix ninja move or something. But, um, you know, I didn't want that to happen between them guys. And um, I don't think – I think that's a relationship that will never – I think that's a relationship that will never be uh, in good graces or ever be mended. Not that they ever have a friendship before, but um, it's just really, really sad. I mean, I feel like I feel a little invested in that. And it's still, even though it's it's done and it's in the past now, it's still kind of like lingers on. And it kind of bums me out to know that, um, that that even happened. And that's still kind of like in the air uh, between those guys and, and what it was over and how it all started. You know, you circle it back. It's like, damn, this is this is a really tough emotional moment for Devin here. And I've, ta- I've spoken with Devin and look. I do consider Devin my friend I love Devin to death and for him for him I know this is all kind of like it's like one big mind fuck I mean think about it you know it's this is something hard that how do you how do you deal with it you know you could have your opinions um you know of how how to but uh you're not him you're not living in it and it's just it, it I don't know it sucks it sucks for him uh I know that I know that he's still he's still kind of dealing with it. He's still trying to um, still trying to grieve, and it's just I don't know, man. It makes me really really sad to, to think about this. All started over some fucking pasta getting thrown out the window. You know, it, it it shouldn't have happened that way. Unfortunately, in the line of business we're in, shit like this happens. You know, the the unexpected leads to um, leads to months long of months long of drama.
2: I, I have an opinion on it. And uh, maybe I can, uh, maybe I won't, I won't cut in too much into, into this podcast, but maybe a little bit more on the Patreon site. Um, You know, his father passed a a, a few weeks before, right? Um, And, and to be honest, uh, you know, if it was me, um, I'm not, I'm, I, I want my, my father to, to rest in peace. And I want to or I think that I would with any death um, in the family is to find a way to not think about how hard this is without someone that I love not being in my life right now. You know, and it's just like any other stressful situation in anyone's life. You don't want to sit there and be crushed by it on a daily basis because it's going to it's going to be with you for a long time. You know, Uh, you know, could I have been there to to do anything to help, or could I have changed this or that? Everyone's scenario is different, but you know, to get your mind off it, to start thinking about other things, like what do people do when they, you know, when when they're when they're stressed out or 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 need or need some time of themselves, they go to the gym, probably, blow, blow off some steam. You know what I mean? So I don't think it's like this terrible thing that. Um, you know that that Ashley came back too soon, or that um, or that 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 Devin came back too soon. That he should have been at home. I don't. I don't think that's. I don't think that's the case. I think that you know, I think that his, I think that Devin's father might actually be like, yeah, dude, you go and win that money. You go out there and face your fears. You go out there and face your challenges. I don't think that's. You know, I think I think that's more of of the mentality, you know, rather than, you know, being upset with what he said, you know, I, I, I think I would have stood up for myself in a way that says, no, my dad would want me to be here. My dad would want me to be here to kick your ass. My, my dad would want me to be here and kick everybody's ass, you know, and walk away and win that mill. And I point up to the sky and say, thank you. Or something along those lines, you know, I'm not telling you want to do, a, you do it however you want to do it. But I think Ashley in some way, shape or form, you know, has that type of a mentality. You know what I mean? Without getting too far into how I think people should feel, and 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 how they how they do feel, or how people should deal with mourning, or or or, 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 or families that have have gone away, um, you know, I just feel like, um, you know, I, I think that what Johnny said was a, a way to say get away from me, you know, and the fact that, um, and, and I th- and and the fact that you know, you know, uh, uh, I don't know, you you. You, you still stayed in the middle because the, you're the same way, Tony. Like you can't tell people you're not telling people how to feel or what to do or, you know, this person's wrong because he shouldn't have been chasing him around. He, this person's wrong because he shouldn't have, um, you know, you, you know, mentioned someone that's passed. You know, the, the fact of the matter is, is these two people are in an altercation and they're both trying to, you know, Get each other the fuck out of their worlds, you know? So, and that's what happened. So, sorry for rambling, everybody that hates me rambling. (laughs) <laughs> take it away scott
1: i do want to move on to some other important stuff we want to talk about with you uh including you and bananas exit from the show uh, but uh before we get to that i want to get to a question here that um you know i think a lot of people were probably thinking during the reunion here because of the placement of your proposal kind of juxtaposed with an ad for coincidentally a wedding special that's starting to air next week. Obviously, we know the wedding took place a few months ago. Derek was actually in attendance. You were in attendance. So you had kind of a front row seat for what a wedding special could be like and what it could be like to have some cameras around for your big day. We have a question here from Marcella. She says, if given the option, would you allow the MTV cameras to come to you and Alyssa's wedding, Tony? Man, that is something that we would have to discuss with everyone. Um, Of course, I wouldn't
0: have a problem with it. I mean, everybody's seen me since the beginning. I think that would be the perfect send-off to see everything come full circle, but that's something that we would have to discuss with everyone to make sure everybody was comfortable. Uh, If anybody's seen the sneak peek of CT's wedding, he's got some family drama going on, and I don't know if that had to do with it being filmed or with you know, yeah. whatever, but it's like that's something you got to really discuss. That's and, the and, problem <laughs> and, and figure out because it's like, okay, well, <laughs> you're gonna have 200 people at this wedding, 200 people, most likely all 200, aren't gonna be comfortable on camera, so it's like something you got to really, I don't know. Uh, I, I would love to do it, um, but yeah that's just that we'll, we'll have to see I don't know well we'll, we'll know.
1: see what happens on the two-part CT wedding special next week which is great because it's a, it's like some some great kind of gap filler content here in between seasons 32 and 33 so it's fun that we do not have to say goodbye to all you guys next week some of you guys are there as guests CT obviously is the focus of the show um, but what's funny is as you see in the in the promotions for the wedding special you know oh who's gonna show up is their family drama you have the clip of his sister saying is this the girl for now here's the deal we know they end up getting married it all ends happily ever after and everything like that but there does have to be a little bit of a tv component here these things take money these things need to get greenlit by a network and i don't know that a network is signing off on just like hey we want to spend all this money on a two-week special about two people having fun and dancing the electric slide and then kissing at the end so the (laughs) problem there is that in order to have this special take place there does have to be a little bit of marketability and there has to be a little bit of for lack of a better term drama. And then do you looking back on it, want there to even be fake drama kind of, you know, going into the I do's. I mean, it's, it's kind of the trade-off there. You know, I'm sure having one of these wedding specials comes with a bit of frills. I'm sure it comes with maybe, you know, a little bit of offsetting some finances, who knows, but so there are pros to it, but I'm not going to lie. When I saw the commercial for that wedding special, I thought, Ooh, man, I don't know if they knew they were getting into that aspect of it because I mean, now you have, the country getting let in on these backstage conversations that might go into every wedding might go into some weddings, who knows, but it's not there for everyone to see. So, you know, that's something you got to think about there. You know what I mean? Right.
0: That's another thing. (laughs) Like, I want to see how this is all put together and how they, they, they put, they tie a knot on this thing how they put a bow on it at the end. Because if anybody knows, you know, my personal history, um, I've got a, I've got a lot going on and, uh, it's a lot of stuff that I don't need aired out. Uh, so I don't know if that ever came around. It's something I'd really have to seriously uh, think about before um, before before moving forward. But I'm really happy for CT and I'm I'm curious to see how it's all put together. Um, I was there. I I mean, obviously, I wasn't there for a lot of the family stuff in the beginning and the drama. Um, I don't know, man. I'm I'm just I'm like I said, really happy for CT, but I'm really anxious about this, uh, really anxious for him. Well,
2: is, special? isn't it interesting because like, you know, we, we didn't see, you know, we, I, like we met the brother and the sister that are in the right. commercial and like we had <laughs> little to no idea because like we're there, <laughs> we're meeting. Right, like His brother there... was super quiet, dude. He was kind of yeah. like,
0: yeah. I don't know, man. It felt like like a mob family, bro. It's like, is he like, is it, Are we in the Godfather right now? It was like uh, really. I don't know, man. It, it's going to be interesting to see. No, don't um, say too much,
2: bro. Don't say too much. You, you fucking might get whacked,
0: bro. Right, right. I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. he's <laughs> so well, my brother, though, man. I was I was so happy to be there for him with that, and I was so happy to even get an invite. Um, you know, me and CT had talked about getting married since dirty 30, uh, him with Lily, me with Alyssa. And, uh, we had talked about different ways we were going to do it. So, you know, me and him got some history. We go back and us winning chance for stars together. He actually basically handed me the sandals resort trip, um, that I'm going to save for after me and Alyssa get married. That's going to be our our honeymoon. So I am going to use that as my honeymoon gift from CT. So it's really cool how everything all kind of ties in and I'm able to be a part of his day. I hope he's going to be able to be a part of my day along with Derek, you, Scott, you want to come on down? I'm sure it's gonna be a long list. Um, bananas. <laughs> I think bananas is going to be my flower girl. Um Yeah. <laughs> good so one. it's going to be, it's going to be some good times, man. And I'm just really giddy. Um I'm just really, you know, riding off the high of seeing it last night you know it was over a month ago they actually proposed but seeing it last night and seeing because you know when you're in that moment you can't like like run it back and think like okay how did it, how did i look how did i come off how did it sound but seeing it last night it's just got me kind of like riding on cloud nine man and um i'm really looking forward to to planning the dates and you know everything else um the bachelor party of course that's got to stay kind of pg i want to stay on this good path i'm on but uh
2: you're not man, gonna film that one to all right it. you're not gonna film that one right <laughs>
0: <laughs> everybody's got to turn their phones in <laughs>
2: before the start of the night and doesn't get it back until the morning and everyone else that's, in the building and everyone else in the building
0: that, that's that's going to be the deal everybody's going to sign some paperwork saying they can't speak of this no. um,
2: you're going to need some spyware just 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 to have the the house cleaned
0: <laughs> I'm just man I'm excited, I'm I married my high school sweetheart guys. so it's like you know yeah. all, all the stuff I've been through with you know from um our official high school date was uh that we we made it official it was february twenty eighth two thousand five so um from from then to now, you know a lot of stuff has happened in between, but i couldn't be a happier man and uh god man it's just like i said i'm I'm on cloud nine right now just thinking about it and i don't know what what date it's going to be i mean february twenty eight two thousand and five is like our official high school date uh, so it'd be cool if we could do could get married on that day, but that's that's really soon so um. All that's kind of to be determined, but well, we'll uh, we'll see, man. We'll, see. well,
2: it could be next year, right? Like usually, like it's like a like a year of planning. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I wanna. Yeah,
0: I'll say. You know, probably engage for a year. Could you, you know?
2: could do next February? It's close. So we could do
0: a, we could do a fall. We could probably maybe do a fall wedding or something. I don't know. Uh, we really haven't sooner. We've we've talked about it. We've talked about it, but we're really not gonna sit down and like really seriously discuss it until probably. Sometime in January, you know.
1: Well, I hope you don't think that's going to change the fact that every single person you talk to, even for five seconds at a Starbucks, will be asking you if you have a date. So get ready for that whole deal. It's like literally – let me ask you just a quick question just because I went through this. How soon after you proposed and someone found out, did the first person say, so you guys have a date yet? Dude, so
0: after (laughs) – I'll tell you. After I proposed, uh, we went out that night with uh, Jenna and Zach. And sure enough, Jenna, it's not even an hour after I proposed. Jenna's like, so when? Are you, when's the date? When are y'all going to get married? I'm like,
1: of course it I was Jenna. Proposed. That's the last thing I'm thinking about.
0: It was like an hour later. Jenna's asking, when get married? Like, um, Jenna. Uh, not anytime soon Just propose it's yeah. Yeah.
1: It comes from a place of innocence It's like it's not it it, does. It's yeah. not that these people genuinely think It's logistically possible that you could have Like what in the car on the way to Dinner from the proposal called Like a venue and picked a date Like they, I think they just want to ask Follow up questions to show they're interested And they're excited and that's the first One that makes sense because it happened to us too Like people who you know are smarter than that Like siblings and stuff are like Within an hour like so when. What should I get on my (laughs) calendar? When's the date? you're like, are you aware how life works? That's not how life works. New York City. We are coming back to our home away from home. Caroline's on Broadway for our first Challenge Mania Live of 2019. It is Saturday, January 26th. For a 1 p.m. meet and greet and a 3 p.m. live show with a panel that, between all of them, have eight challenge championships. And that's if you include D's, which he insists that I do. But without D's, you still have five. That's right. Three from Kenny Santucci. Two from Susie Meister. And also on the panel, Final Reckoning finalist Miss Marie Rhoda. That's right, New York City zone, Rhoda. If Ja Rule was there, he'd say Rhoda. It's a great panel at Caroline's Saturday, January 26th. Tickets are still available at challengemania.live. Now hear me out. The first time we did Caroline's back in June, our meet and greet tickets sold out in 8 days now this time we've put a couple more on sale for you but they're still going fast and they're almost all gone so do not wait if you want to do the meet and greet get over to challengemania.live right now it's saturday january 26th the carolines on broadway the first challenge mania live event of 2019 Susie meister marie rota and kenny santucci on the caroline stage with myself and the devil's advocate himself mr Derek kaczynski we cannot wait to see you guys at carolines this january um, all right, cool. So let's get all, right, all the positive stuff about the uh, proposal and everything. We've gotten out of the way because I want to get into what you, you know. You seemed a little bit heated about in the moment. I happen to be in New Zealand when this happened, and I'm kind of like following you know social media from a distance as sparingly as I could. Sorry, Lindsay, But I'm hearing everybody talking about what happened um, on, on this episode of the challenge where it was the final elimination going into the uh, final here. And it's you and johnny going against natalie and paulie in to the naked eye what looked like a pretty standard head up elimination that was very you know poetic it had the eating challenge which is your forte you and paulie kind of tied that then it goes down to natalie and johnny who we know have a history together they're up there for five and a half hours natalie outlasts them with the arm stretch johnny finally buckles and you guys go home. Now, to the naked eye, to the person who isn't plugged in on social media, who doesn't listen to Challenge Mania, that's all they got. But you immediately said, and, and thank you for the plug here, looks like I might need to go on Challenge Mania. There was more to this. Um, you know, the Twitter people and the Reddit people started doing their digging. I think Marie, in her recap, alluded to the fact that there was a little bit more in play here um, than what we saw. So, to people who don't know absolutely anything, what were you talking about there, I why don't you take us from the beginning of what went into you and Johnny eventually going home here on the final reckoning?
0: Well, Scott, sometimes things happen, you know, unfortunately that, um, you can't do anything about it. It's out of your hand. It's out of your control. It's just kind of, uh, you know, blame it on the elements, blame it on whatever you want. Um, that night, that elimination, I mean, Man, Scott. Well, I got to relive this, man. When I tweeted that two weeks ago, I I I was ready to talk
1: about it then, but now it's like, oh man, here we go again. Um, Sorry, I was in New Zealand for 15 (laughs) days. I wish I could. I I wish I could have made it happen for you then, brother. I was like, oh no. Congrats, by
0: the way. Thanks. Congrats, by the way, to you.
1: No, um, and, you know, it was, it's funny. I was like, basically, oh, thank you very much. And, you know, it was our baby moon. Um, it was, right. You know, it's funny. It's like, you know, at the time I'm like, shit, we're going to lose this guy to another podcast because he's going to want to talk about this now. <laughs> and I saw all the other podcasts trying to slip in like, hey, challenge many is great and all, but come on our show. So I appreciate you not talking about it. But now, as you mentioned, it's probably so far behind you. It feels like rehashing it. But if you could, because I mean, I do think for the listeners and for everybody who is wondering, you know, it's good to get a firsthand. I mean, look, I, I think we can. I think this is maybe what you're worried about sounding like extra bitter or like you're bringing this up after the fact and after we have a winner and everything like that, not coming from a place of bitterness and everything like that, but just from a place of education for the Tony fans out there and the bananas fans out there who have been looking for this added insight since that week. Does that make you feel a little better about kind of rehashing it? Eh.
2: And then, and then, can I preface it too by saying, like, yeah. stuff does. Ha- like, obviously, we want to keep everything, you know, cool with, uh, you know, the network and stuff like that, and don't want to, you know, you know, sh- shit on the challenge guides per se. Um, but like, stuff does happen. Like, this is this is human e- human error does happen. You know what I mean? Um, am I saying the challenge guides are human? No. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, there have been times where shit just breaks down, where weather, um, you know, weather comes in a plane and, and you just can't do it. I mean, d- d- for example, like the, you know, that um the, the elimination where, you know, the mercenaries came in uh, on vendettas, uh, you know, we had to wait an extra day because it was freaking a hurricane the day before. Not a hurricane, but it was pouring down the rain and, you know, th- their equipment was wet and you just you you can't you can't do you can't you, you, like you, you can't put on a show without lighting, okay? Because it's too dangerous because someone's gonna get electrocuted or the shit just doesn't work. You know what I mean? So there's different right. elements that come into play, you know that that cause things to happen. I don't know if that's the case or I, wish, the, I wish
0: I wish our thing. show was big enough. I wish our show was big enough to where it required a response from the networks. like I wish the networks would would like issue a statement. You know what I mean? Because there is a lot of curiosity and there's a lot of controversy surrounding yeah. this last elimination. And listen, I don't know what I could say. I don't know what I can't say um, from, from you know, um, for, to avoid from me getting in trouble or, you know, whatever, them getting mad at me and for saying something I shouldn't. I don't know. I just wish our show was big enough to where they could like put out a statement like, Hey guys, this is, this is what happened. You know, we're sorry. Um, blah, blah, blah. Like, cause things do happen. Then the night that night, it was completely, it was completely out of, out of everyone's hands except mother nature's. So, um, we could have sat there until fucking 5. AM until, um, we got it figured out or we could have called it and come back and whatever. So, um, I don't know. I just, I just wish that to clear it all up because it's clear as day it's clear as day. And I don't know if they did this on purpose. I mean, look, these editors, I know they're better than this. It's not some kids in a basement trying to cut some episodes together. The editors had to notice that you're showing scenes that include two different setups for the elimination. I mean, come on, it was a little too obvious. You know what I mean? So I don't know if they did that on purpose to kind of, kind of stir things up a little bit because they could have easily Left that out, and nobody would have had any proof, or anybody would have had nobody would have had any evidence that there were two eliminations set up. Um, so that's a little fishy, but.
1: Let's not get um, ahead of ourselves because I think some people, as I mentioned, I think we all kind of assume that everyone listening to this is all plugged in and is ready to go. Some people really, this is the first they're hearing of this. So I'll try to fill in some gaps. Basically, OK, what you're alluding to is that the elimination that we saw that you and you and uh, Johnny end up losing was actually the second attempt at you guys going into elimination against Natalie and Paulie. There was a technical malfunction the day before that was noticed midway through the elimination. It was then halted and stopped. You guys then went back and then started from the beginning, a very similar elimination in construct, but one that had a little bit of differences here or there. And that's the one you ended up losing, right? So when you say that we end up seeing bits of two different segments, it's because you guys went to Armageddon, you shot the whole deal where you find out who's going in, TJ giving the rules, etc., you guys started it, got as far as you did, you guys cut, okay, we're gonna come back tomorrow. Then how much did you reshoot the next day? Because when you're saying you know, the editors or the challenge gods didn't need to show clips from the day before, that might just be a coverage you know, thing where, oh no, we don't have TJ saying this from the second day. Oh no, we don't have this reaction shot from the second day. We have to go and use the first spiel because maybe you guys shot so much the first day that you then, then didn't go reshoot the next day that that's why they had to go and show that because the idea that they purposely wanted people to know it was two eliminations. I find it hard to believe that. But why don't you walk us through it? I mean, look, you're worried about maybe divulging a little bit too much. I know it's been put out there in some episode recaps for Marie. I think people did allude to it enough on social media that they know it's out there. You know, I don't think you're crying foul. I don't think you're blaming, you're, you're saying there's any sort of conspiracy here. I think, as far as clarifying this stuff, I think it might put it out there for people to understand, because as D's saying about weather or whether it was a technical malfunction, none of us are claiming that it was done with malicious intent or to kind of orchestrate who won here, because to be honest with you, you and Johnny end up losing, and that would go against every theory that the challenge tries to orchestrate Johnny winning at all costs that has ever been said. So I don't think anyone is ever saying that they went and reshot an elimination so Tony and Johnny Bananas would lose here. Um, so let's talk, just because I think we're being too cryptic. We're talking Around it too much. Some people are going to listen to this and think that we're speaking another language here. So, so you go into to your first elimination. What happens, Tony?
0: Uh, go into our first elimination and, um, it, it almost, it, it almost like it plays in and it adds a little more weight to the whole bananas curse thing, you know? Oh. Cause, look, Cause look, we should have, we should have been in that final. We should have been in that final and um, like we keep alluding to, you know, mother nature, certain things come up different circumstances to where we can't follow through with that. And um, we got to come back to, uh, to do a different one and it doesn't work out for us. Um, I don't, I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm, I'm talking cryptic. I just can't, I, I can't really confirm or deny anything really. It's uh, it's, it's out there for everybody to see. It's, it's, it's said and done with it's over. It's, um, it's in the past. Some we can't go back and change, but, um, I don't know. Like I said, I don't, I don't, I really, I don't want to dive too deep into it because like I said, I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to try to put anybody out there. I don't want to sit, you know, sound like I'm, uh, I'm bitter about it or, you know, Oh, uh, we got gypped or anything like that. And, you know, it kind of is what it is.
2: Let me let, let let me get let me let me give a, a an old school example of of one that I was in where it was too dangerous to do. Um, although we were winning, and we me and DM back in Fresh Meat, the first Fresh Meat, me and DM are partners. We are in the final competition uh, before the the winner of the the final competition goes to the finals. Right? Um, it's me and DM, or the teams have to hang on this spinning thing. Right? It's just like In the air, it's spinning. Down below, there's mats. Two people are on it at the same time. You hold on to, you know, as long as you can. And your time is fucking, you know, your time, you're clocked, right? Well, uh, um, so we got this in the bag. No problem. Me and DM are gonna win this. Easy, easy, no problem. I'm already fucking talking shit, starting to be cocky and everything. We're 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 in. We're in the fucking finals, baby. We had just won the last three. Um, you know, competitions pretty much, you know, to go into the finals, fuck, we might win this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? That's the type of mentality I had. Well, along after the first round, uh, going into the second round, it turns out that DM's hair continues to fall out of her helmet. Okay. Cause she has long hair and it keeps going towards the end of this spinning thing to where if her, if her, um, hair gets caught it it. And then it could potentially pull her fucking hair into this thing and like strangle her, right? like pull her in, you know, and kill her right? is what I think that uh the challenge gods were thinking that we don't want a cast member to die, you know and um, and so, but you know, I'm thinking like uh you know you don't we don't think anything of it. um make a long story short, they think this is too dangerous. Change the rules. And say, okay, now for rounds two and three, you guys are going to have to hold on to each other while this thing spins, right? So, you know, upside down, you start off upside down and I'm hanging on to DM, right? Upside down. And I'm hanging on to her by like my fingertips because my hands and my feet can't go completely around her body. Now, the other two teams, they can manage to do that where they're putting their legs and their arms all the way around their body, you know, and- You know, me and Dean would go on round two and round three and fucking fall right off. But round one, we like smoked it, you know? So here's a situation where they had to change the rules. I ended up going into the final elimination against Darrell. Darrell beats me, ends up winning the whole thing. But the point is, um, you know, I I, kind of had a similar thing happen. I believe yours was like the final elimination. Winner goes in, right? And, And all of a sudden, bam, lightning strikes. And things need to get switched up and neither me or Tony are in the final. And here we are talking about it. Challenge mania 12 to 13 years later, the story repeats itself.
0: Yeah. And I think if me and Johnny would have made it to the final, you know what? Uh, we, who knows what would have happened? But standing on top of that pole, that probably would have been the toughest part of that whole final. Everything else seemed like a cakewalk, dude. Everything else seemed like a cakewalk. Tony, don't um, you think it
1: would have been worse if uh, the same thing happened, but you and Johnny end up winning and rumors get out that there was a first elimination that had to get scrapped and they redid wow. it and Johnny Bananas ends up going in the final? Could you imagine the conspiracy theories then? Oh, man. The internet <laughs> would, have, would have broke. Yeah. The internet would have broken. And it doesn't it matter if you guys were winning that first one by more at the time that it got canceled, it wouldn't matter because none of us would have the benefit of seeing it. They right. would just assume, Oh, well, Natalie and Paulie must've been winning and that's why they scrapped it. So it's one of those things where you mentioned that you wish sometimes they would make a statement here. Sometimes I think transparency would help their case and help their cause. It, it would have hey, I, I, I agree. I agree. So everybody's saying that, you know, that
0: you know, there was this first elimination and then, you know, me and Johnny were winning and then they had to cancel it. And we came back to do the second one. And then Paulie and Natalie, why not winning? Well, you know what, if that's the case, they should have shown the first one, because um, you want to talk about some drama and some and some people being heated and, and and upset. I think it would have played well. You know, you it, you, sh- you show that, and it's like, hey, look, it's just technical difficulty. It is what it is. Like, sorry, come on the next day, and then boom, you know, we lose. And like, it's I think, I, like you said, I think some transparency would have been good there. It would have, I think, it would have played well. But um, but you know, we don't we don't call those shots, Scott, unfortunately. So here we are. But, uh, in hindsight, man, if I would have made it to that final, it's just so many different, just so many different outcomes. You know, like we go to the final, we don't win. Okay. That's one option. We go to the final, we do win. Okay. Um, we go to the final, we both got the same time or Johnny's got a better time or I got a better time. Now we got to make a decision. Um, what the only thing that would have been worse then losing that last elimination before the final would be going to the final winning it. Johnny having a better time and him taking the money from me. That would have been a, a worse outcome. Um, and in high and in hindsight, I'm glad it didn't come down to that. Cause I would have hate for him to be in that position to make that call because Hey, half a million dollars or a million dollars. That's a big difference, especially when taxes come into play. So in hindsight, um, Oh, man, maybe it worked out. Maybe maybe that was meant to be. Maybe it worked out for the best because I could tell you if if Johnny wouldn't have split that money with me, man, he would have. Uh, I, I told him, I told him early in the season, if it came down to that and he wanted to beat me in a final and took the money that he was going to need, he was going to, he was going to need an ambulance on site because uh, I wasn't letting him leave there without, without beating him, beating him uh, following thousand dollars worth
2: change your decision
0: change your decision like <laughs> yeah, your I fucking face seriously in. dude you tell C.J., and then and then you know there. you think about it you put the shoe on the other foot like say somehow I, I beat them in the final you know mm-hmm. um, they count the eating portion where I crush it or you know just something where I'm keeping up with him I gotta step on them in you know in the running parts so anything could happen and I win now I'm stuck with decision like do I take this half a million from and go home with a million dollars to my family Or do I split it with them? You know, cause you know, he, we helped each other get here. You know, it's the right thing to do. Like now I'm stuck in a, in a tough spot. It's like, what uh, do I do?
1: I think you just asked the easiest rhetorical question ever. Tony, I, I'm every time we went through this, cause a couple times a season when we had a few teams left, we would go through who would take the money, who wouldn't from their partner. I said, you had the easiest decision out of anyone. Cause Johnny three years ago by taking Sarah's money, set his future partner up for being able to do that and have the perfect reasoning for why, Hey man, you're the one who set the blueprint for this. You're the one who essentially told me this was okay. Now, on the flip side, if Johnny goes ahead and has the better uh, time, he has to wrestle with, do I do this again, or do I now make up for the fact that I did it earlier and split it with Tony here? So, I mean, it's one of those things where, to be honest with you, I think, man, I mean, Ashley thought she had an easy decision because of the way Hunter talked to her this season, and we can get into that, but I think you would have had one of the easier decisions up there, too, where I don't think America faults you at all for returning the favor and taking Johnny's money, especially given the fact that you have a Family and all that as well. So, man, I think you, man, uh, in comparison to some of those other teams, I think you would have had an easy call to make, my friend.
0: Well, I appreciate that. I think it still would have been a little tough for me. Once you cross that finish line, I don't know what would have been going through my head. You know, I could sit there and say, I'm going to split the money with them the whole time, or I could say, I'm going to take the money from him the whole time. But once you cross that finish line, it becomes real, and you got a decision to make, and you got to make it in the moment. And, um, you know, I look, it's, it's hard to say that I wouldn't split the money with him because it is the right thing to do. Um, and people are going to be like, oh, Tony, that's stupid. He would take the money from you, take the money from you. I don't, I really honestly don't believe he would have. I think like you said, Scott, it would have been the redemption from Sarah Him taking the money from Sarah, me and him have built this relationship back up to where it needs to be between me and him. And he knows, um, you know, he knows I got a family back home and I think he sincerely cares about that and he wants the best for me. And I don't think he would have took it from me. So um you know, having all thinking about all that it re, it, in the moment, it would have been really tough to say, you know, yeah, I'm going to take all the money from, um, we'll, we'll never know. Uh, unfortunately. So, um, like I said, in hindsight, I guess I'm, I, in a way I'm kind of glad the elimination thing worked out the way it did. I did want to go to my third straight final. Um, that would have been awesome. Um, it would have just added to this, to this amazing run that I've had. And I did want to go out, you know, I did want to kind of go out on top, but, um, it didn't, it didn't work out for me. It didn't work out for me. And, you know, I'm taking, I'm taking a little hiatus right now. I'm taking a little break, but, um, man, when I do come back I'm coming back with a vengeance and, um, you know, everybody better be ready.
2: I think, I, I, I think that I I don't think Johnny would have, and we can leave it at this. I don't think Johnny would have taken it from you. Um, because I just, I don't think he would, I don't think, he would go down that doesn't want to go that route, go down that route again with the people. Um, I've, I've been down some of these roads with Johnny where, um, you know, I I don't think he, he enjoys getting, you know, bad reviews, even though he understands that it's good for his, um, his character for his, you know, job future job opportunities, I guess, per se. Um, I don't think it would have been helpful for him to, to not split it. Um, But I think I, I think Tony may have taken it, Scott
1: take it away Scott that's how look that's how I see it too I think Tony would is in a (laughs) win-win here because I think Tony it whether he did it or not I think he would have gotten you know a pretty okay reaction if he did take it and then I I don't think Johnny would have taken it from him but let's play a little bit of what if here besides that element which is hard to say is a lot of you know with you and Johnny uh if you guys have won let's just talk about the uh the final as a whole if you guys had made it into that final Dave Wood said Ah. let's say team Bononi beats Natalie and Paulie and makes it to the final how would you guys have wanted to use the grenades and how do you think you guys would have fared against the other teams so tony a big part of this final was the ability to penalize the teams that were winning or the teams that weren't part of your alliance along the way some think that that grenade that paulie and natalie threw at sylvia and joss at the end played a part in them not winning a million dollars we had cara and marie famously not using theirs at all i mean you guys i mean with the other teams that would have been in there so if you guys replace natalie and paulie How do you guys stack up against those other teams alliance-wise? I mean, is it basically just you have uh, Kara on your side and then Marie's kind of, you know, does she go along with the ride? Do you think everybody throws their grenades at you guys? And how would you guys – what teams would you have targeted with those grenades? I think everyone would have thrown their grenades at us except for Kara and uh, Marie.
0: I think the the grenades would have had an impact on our time, but I don't think it would have been enough to – to keep us from having the best overall time. Uh, there's no way me and Johnny are coming down from that post. We're not, we're not agreeing to no deal. That was um, oh, okay. that was the biggest mistake that, that Josh and Sylvie had made that whole final. Um, there's no, no way we're cutting a deal with anyone there. Um, the running portion. Uh, I think me and Johnny are, uh, I think we're running away with that. I think we're eclipsing that. I mean, we're not, we're not the best when it comes to endurance, but, um, but yeah, I think, I think that we're going to, I think we're going to outdo them. I mean, you got to think it's, it's a girl, it's girl guy teams and a girl, girl team. Um, and the only, the only reason that me and Johnny lost the only real endurance challenge that we had this season was with the boulder is because of the weight differential. And, um, you know, let's just be honest. I don't think Sylvia was helping too much pushing that boulder. So she was, she was able to keep up with Josh because he had, Joss, because, um, he had so much weight to keep pushing. Um, but you know, you take that boulder away, I think me and Johnny are running away with that thing. Um, so when it comes down to overall time, I think we would have, uh, we would have had enough to, to win the whole thing. The only, only hiccup we could have, we could have possibly had is, um, us falling off of that post. I mean, I did bump Johnny off of the diving board or off the, um, the over the heights of a water apparatus. So that maybe that would have happened uh and could have hurt us and the only other thing i could see is the eating portion i could see hunter maybe um maybe besting me on that and it hurt us a little bit but um Mm
2: -hmm.
0: i just i got i got full confidence that me and johnny would have pulled that one out
1: when you bumped johnny off that platform uh our good friends over at brain candy Susie meister and sarah rice I, i believe it was sarah in particular had a theory about that i remember watching their live q a that episode her theory was that Johnny actually jumped off, made it look like you bumped him because Johnny did the math. that was like, we're not going to win this thing. And I don't want to wait and get knocked off this thing with the big rubber catapult. So I'm just going to act like Tony knocks me off so I can kind of control my fall here. And that that was a veteran Johnny move when that happened. <laughs> can you confirm <laughs> well, so or deny be- that it was that Dude. or your big ass? Sometimes, sometimes people give Johnny
0: too much credit. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> he did not purposely jump off that damn thing, dude. I could promise you. You he know, was, you know he was sincerely thoroughly hey, pissed at me that I had flinched and my big ass knocked him off. Let me tell hey, you, dude.
2: Hey, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in here and play devil's advocate real quick. Do you remember, and you are the only fucking person that would know, because I wouldn't know and you wouldn't know unless me, you, and Johnny were up there, how fucking scared this dude was. From getting knocked off that trivia challenge on the Dirty Thirty. Oh, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> I have you ever seen anyone's jaw clatter <laughs> yeah. that much? Like he did not. He dude. He did not. He was <laughs> hey. <laughs> like he was fucking freezing cold, and we're like in Colombia, and it's like he was not, trying
0: not. his best. To, to, to come up with an argument of why you shouldn't throw the X at him and drop him in that water dude. I've never seen him that scared before in my life. It was the funniest thing ever. And by the way, it, I just remembered I gotta thank you for this trip I'm going on. I actually because you didn't throw that X at me you threw it at Johnny, I won that daily challenge on dirty 30 and it was the it was the um, the dove well, the dove deodorant um, getaway. Uh, Delve sponsored it, and uh, that's the actual trip I'm going on this coming up weekend with uh my new fiance. So, D, once again, I gotta thank you. You made the right choice that day. This just reaffirms it, my friend.
2: And you know what's funny? is, like, I'm sitting here thinking, I'm looking at Johnny. I've known Johnny for a long time, and I know how much he's won, okay? And, and, like, I'm just thinking in my head, he's sitting here fucking almost shitting himself, his jaw clattering like it's fucking negative 20 outside. And, I'm looking at him. I'm like, dude, you've won so many fucking times. Like, Tony doesn't like he. he I had won it-
0: a daily. I had not won a daily up until that point. Yeah. Rivals. Okay, so my first season, Bloodlines. I got injured and had to go home. Uh, emergency operation to remove my spleen, a splenectomy. Come back on Rivals three. Okay, um, the thing with me and Camilla happens. I get kicked off. We didn't win daily that whole season. Um, I come on Invasion. I'm targeted really early. Uh, I win my first elimination. Um, and then I lose my second elimination to Shane. I go home. I come on Dirty Thirty, so I'm yet to win a daily. I've won an elimination, but I've yet to win a daily. I come on Dirty Thirty, pretty much struggling out the gate. We get Rock. to the trivia challenge. You give my you you handed me my first daily win, dude. And uh, <laughs> you know, I wow. couldn't thank you more. I'll be thinking about you when I go, go on this uh, go on this trip. trip? Yes, I'll, ha- I'll have to bring you have to bring you back the souvenir.
2: Hey, which glasses look better on me? Premier Magnate we're going
0: to we're going to San Diego um, we're Ooh. going to this this beautiful uh, this beautiful resort and spa and um, yeah we're going from Friday Whoa. through Monday it's going to be a beautiful getaway it's going to be the engagement celebration. Yes, And, uh, man, I'm really looking forward to it. Well, shouts to
1: dove deodorant for hooking that up. They're not an official sponsor of this podcast, but since they're sending our guests to San Diego, I'll give them a free plug. If you're sick of watching people fly away like doves at your armpit stench, use some dove deodorant, ladies and gentlemen, Google them. If you want their website. All right, let's get the dude. That was good. (laughs) He comes up with some good
2: stuff.
1: Nice. Oh, I I do want to ask you, you mentioned the whole thing about the making the deal up on the polls. So we talked about that when we did our, uh, a reckoning review. The idea now I get that you wouldn't make the deal. Would you be, if someone handed you the deal, like, Hey, Tony, we'll jump. Just swear. You won't vote me in. Where do you draw the line between how your, is your word bond on one of these shows? Or is it all fair and love and challenges as your partner might say, would you say, make a claim that you swear on this or swear on that? And then when it comes down to it, Hey, there's a million dollars on the line. I think, you know, we don't need to necessarily hold to that. You got
0: to kind of beat around the bush. So I'm not going to, you know, you got to kind of, you got to swear, but in, in a roundabout way, because I have, I mean, Paul put it on his family. Listen, I'm not going to, I'm not going to put it on my family. If you go back in the middle of the season, when Nelson came up and asked me, Hey man, you know, give me your word that you'll, you know, you'll give me a heads up. I kind of, I, I was very vague in the way I, I said it to him. I was like, man, you know what? I, I can give you that, but you got to remember this is a secret vote. So it's kind of like, wait, are you still, are you, what do you mean? You know, you, so when you're up there, you're trying to make that deal. You gotta be very vague about it. You can't, cause I can't just say, yes, I swear on my family and not go through with it. I couldn't live with myself. If I put it on my family, if I put it on my little girls, man, I, first off, I'm not even going there. Um, cause that's just, that's, that's taking it too far. Million dollars or not. It's like, if, and if I do say that, then I'm going through my word is my bond. I'm not going to pull a poly, put it on my family and, and then let Natalie talk me out of it. Natalie, you can go sit down because, um, do you not realize what I just said up there? So, um, I had just a big, 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 uh, rookie mistake by Joss. And I'm sure he's going to learn from that. I'm sure that dude's He's going to come back, um, you know, a little wiser.
1: Yeah. Joss making a, a late, uh, year push here to be the Challenge Mania Awards winner for Rookie of the Year. I think for towards the first half of this year, I was like, oh, kill a cam all day. But if you think about it, Joss, who D obviously ceremoniously exited from vendettas, comes, I mean, a, a poly decision away from maybe being the sole winner or split winner, however you want to call it, of uh, the final reckoning here with Sylvia. I mean, so Joss in a rookie year, ladies and gentlemen, you forget, I mean, coming down the pipe with almost uh, a challenge win. So man Joss, a good dude, a cool dude, not a bad looking dude, obviously honestly, from certain angles, not from every <laughs> angle, but depending on the lighting, he's a pretty good looking guy, I should say, and I think Joss deserves a slow clap here for really uh really kicking ass on the final reckoning.
0: Oh man, I don't know dude he 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 had some moments there on the final reckoning where he could' have stood out, and he could have kind of made a name for himself, he could have. You know, made a few splashes and did it in a better way that would have been better received. And he just didn't, dude. Um, I don't think there was a lot of honor in his game this season. Uh, uh, they did win two very, very big dailies at the end. I got to give him that. Um, I mean, trivia is trivia. The bolder one, though, you got to hats off to him. The guy's a beast when it comes to that. Um, I think Sylvia was really the mastermind at the end there. She threw me and Johnny in. She uh, we tried our best to talk her out of it, Tried to talk our best to talk Joss out of it. They didn't really show that, but it didn't happen. Um, Sylvia, they didn't show it, but Sylvia and Ashley actually played me and Johnny and told us going into that final elimination that they wasn't going to vote for us. They were like, how can we keep, they actually came up to us. Ashley and Sylvia was like, how can we keep you guys safe? We want you in the final. And I'm sitting there like, man, Sylvia's is really coming through for me. You know, that our, 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 real world days are, are paying off. She's really going to let me go to this final. And sure enough, it was all like one big muse. It was all one big act. and, they wanna bonus in anyway. So you know what? she kind of got what she deserved there at the end. And instead of instead of um, instead of helping me get to that final and possibly winning it uh, and bringing a million dollars home to my family and my two little girls, she let herself get set up for failure. And, um, you know, she got robbed there at the end and I can't say that I felt bad for it whatsoever.
1: I'm just also, I'm trying to, I don't have it in front of me. I'm trying to remember that, that elimination you guys lost when you guys went into redemption. What team was that? That be you guys in that water challenge. I just forget. I'm trying what to, a I'm, dick. I'm trying to yeah. look yeah. it up. What a I'm dick. Just, I can't find it in front listen, of me. Listen, hold on. If count if we're going to count, that, water, look, if we're talking count about that
0: dominoes D, on water, D, exactly. D, D kid, D kid, kid, you know, you can vouch for me here. That's not a challenge. Come Let's on, Let's talk man.
2: about light, bright, and talk about how awesome it is to win an elimination.
0: Hey, look, yeah, come I, on, dude. You're stacking blocks on a floating piece of styrofoam. My ropes popped. I couldn't stand on them because I was too big. Sylvia pulled that off because she has the slow, steady hand of a woman, and she was lighter enough to stand on top of the ropes mm-hmm. and stack it without trembling and knocking it all over. That was, dude, you, sometimes you get those. I'm not making excuses. I'm just saying um, that's not one you could really hang your hat on. Come on.
1: Yeah. Well, I will say, I mean, you mentioned, uh, eliminations like that. Is that the flaw in one of these seasons where you have guy, guy teams, guy, girl teams, girl, girl teams, because you do need to include stuff like that to level the playing field, which to, yeah, you equalize. Right. Exactly. You know, the, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of the faults. I wish this one would have been
0: solo. I wish it would have been. Everybody had girl guy. Um, I mean, it just adds a different aspect to it. And so I'm not mad at it. I, I like the different formats. Um, and this season was just one where you needed, you needed, you know, some, some more luck on your side than you would if it was individual or if it was, um, all, all you know, all opposite sex pairs. Um, you know, but that's just the way the cookie crumbles. It's just the way it fell out for us. And, um, I should have stacked them damn, should have stacked them down blocks up higher, but, uh, or should it, I don't, I don't know there's nothing, there's nothing different that we could have done in that elimination. Um, but Johnny was getting pretty pissed. Uh, I wish he would have kept us cool a little more, but, um, besides that, man, we just, we wasn't winning that one. Uh, you needed, you needed to actually have the leverage. You needed to be able to stand on top of those ropes and we were not able to, uh, even with my height, uh, it, it didn't, it didn't help us. And you couldn't put your hands on the side to lift yourself up or you could, like you had to have both hands free. Uh, You know, just tough elimination, tough elimination.
1: Um, Here's a question. It didn't matter, though, because we went, we came back,
0: you know, we came back. So um, it all really comes down to that to that last final vote throwing us in
1: here's a question this is something that people have been begging us to talk about in general on the show uh, and somebody wrote in because you, you know you're a good person to get thoughts on as well given your relationship with bananas given you know some uh, I, I think your self admittedly uh, flaws that we've seen in the past on the show as well Brianna says how does Tony feel about bananas and Zach's treatment of women over the years uh, she says I know you weren't keen about talking about the thread making its rounds that's us not you but this seems like a really good opportunity what she means is there was this thread that some Somebody started on the internet that's basically like, uh, it's like a timeline of all these video clips of Johnny's time on the show where he hasn't been the nicest guy to women. Some talk to Kellyanne and Sarah and other people on the show and and kind of, you know, a lot of it, you know, borderline you know, misogyny and, and a lot of terrible words he uses. And we've all seen it play out on social media as well. Some jabs he'll throw at a, at a Jemmy or some other female cast members. What say you, Tony? Because I think you, uh, you mentioned some of these strides you've made. I think Obviously, you probably look back at some of your own clips from your earlier times on these shows and said, "Ooh, I wish I didn't say that. I wish I didn't do that. What is it like, you know, seeing your your partner, you know, in the weeds here, even on the reunion, some comments to a man and stuff like that? And being someone who has two young girls and a fiance at home as well. What, what, what's your thought? What, what is that noise you made, D? I don't understand.
2: Laying, on, laying it on. Thick.
1: What? No, I'm asking the question the way they want the question asked. This is a podcast. Come on, fuck you. Uh, so Tony, no, it, this, is, this is your opportunity to say whatever your opinion on it is. You know, I'm not. You know, I think it's one of those things where it, there's obviously a ton of gray areas here. We're not asking you to make a. You know, I denounce this or I think he's a dick, this or whatever. But you know, do you have a thought on this? Because you know, it's a conversation that comes up pretty frequently and, and has arisen recently. People have asked us to talk about it, and I think having you on the show is a is a nice way to do it
0: look times are changing we're 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 evolving and I think we're moving and I think we're moving in the right the right direction um, me having two little girls any strides that we can make uh, in the future and for when when my girls are older that that helps them not be talked down to that helps them not be demeaned that helps them um, be looked at as strong, not just females, but individuals. I'm all for So anything that those guys have done in the past, I hope that they have learned from it just like I have, because I'm all for, you know, I'm all for us all being looked at equally. And I don't think anybody should be talked down to just because they're a female or just because they're, you know, they're whatever they, whatever they are, whatever the case may be. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed. I seen a clip rivals three <clears throat> with me and Camilla and I don't remember it being as bad as it was when I just recently looked at it. And I, I am a father of two now. I wasn't back then. And I could tell you I'm it's, that's a disgrace. I, I 100%, uh, needed to go home and I needed that to happen to me in order to, um, to just better myself and be able to kind of kind of just just not not handle yourself in that type of way especially when you're talking to talking to a female. So um you know, I don't I don't agree at all with um with any man's ill treatment of a woman. I think um kind of, and and it's it's sad how it's it's still a subject today, but it doesn't need to be talked about, it doesn't need to be a subject cuz it's the only way that we could we could all become better we could all come better, um, become better with it. So, um, you know, I, I hate seeing that, but I could tell you this, you're not gonna, that thread or whatever you're talking about, where Johnny was talking to Kelly and all the girls in the past, you won't see that now. I mean, he's gotten better. That's, and that's because times have changed. We're improving as a society. We're getting better. We we know that that's unacceptable. 10 years ago, you would look at that and maybe, you know, even women would think it was funny or think it that, you know, it was acceptable, but, um, but I, I love, I love the direction we're going in now. And if any female feels disrespected, she needs to call them out. She needs to talk, talk about it. It needs to be brought up. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm fully 100% on the side of, uh, of, um, you know, the, the girls here on the challenge and, um, how they need to be treated fairly and equally. And I think, man, we, the challenges is a great, it's a, it's a, it's a great platform to look at and see how we have grown and how, you know, people are more cautious and more aware of how we're speaking to everyone and uh, making strides for for females as far as like competitively. Like look at car. She won the she won the um, she won Vendetta's final solely. That was no. Hey, you have an option to take the money from somebody. She won that thing hands down. That was great. A great moment. You see Ashley just, she bested Hunter's time in this last final and she was able to take that million. So,
1: um, you know, I think we're like, like I said, uh, I think we're moving in a
0: great direction. I'm all for it.
1: Very well said my man. I think, uh, very well said, and, and I appreciate how how well thought out that was. And I appreciate you kind of, you know, inciting, you know, your own personal experience and, you know, the Rivals 3 thing with Camilla and, you know, learning from that. And it's clear that you have learned from that. I think people might listen to what you said and, and cherry pick the one thing about Johnny Bananas getting better. I'm sure he has gotten better, and I, and I do think in a way he has because some of those older clips are way worse. But you do still hear the things like – you do still definitely see the tweets and you do still hear the things like on the reunion about you guys are – ran through and stuff like that. So I'm not going to say he's, he's, he's completely changed, but that being said, I I just want to call that out before the people cherry pick (laughs) that one thing he said
0: better from that one clip where he said, bitch, like 10 times to some chick. He has. (laughs) He's gotten a little bit, he knows that's not acceptable. Yes. And even if he's thinking it, look, you got to be more aware of, of not to say it. You know what I mean? Like you, I, people think, I don't, I hate to be a mind reader and know what people really think, but at least have the respect to be. Self-aware enough not to to to, to um, you know to to speak on every thought you have, uh,
1: you know, because that that, that that hurts people, man. It's just not right. Yeah. Well, I, like I, I said, go ahead, D. Go ahead and uh, and ruin that wonderful moment we just. Oh ended yeah.
2: Oh, <laughs> I'm ruining it. Oh, you know, I'm gonna ruin it because I just don't like the fact that that you're gonna single out females in the situation. I believe the last argument that Johnny got into with anyone on TV was with a guy. So well yeah well
1: people are upset about the the father comments as well but that is something we've talked to at length on uh, talked about at length on this podcast people were clamoring for us to address some of the misogynistic comments he's made in the past and this new video thread that's arisen and rather than completely run from it because we had Tony on I wanted to address it so that's the reason look I don't think anyone's limiting it I think we know that he is he, he doesn't discriminate the guy's a dick to everyone but I think recently people want to hear our thoughts on he how he's a dick, dick to
2: us at our at our at our uh viewing party in new york
1: okay yes yes uh-huh. but, but that is not helping our, our case as i've told you no, before but, but you're, the, you're not supposed to is, say he's not a dick to everybody he wasn't a dick to me at it's my tr- party because, dude, johnny could be a dick though i mean johnny, it,
0: johnny's it, still a dick to me it, it doesn't matter i mean you it, know, it, he's it. he's
2: well balanced like that
0: he's well balanced dude. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he, he is why do you think he has such a 50 50 uh uh you know ratio with, with everybody rating? yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a love-hate relationship with Almost everybody. So <laughs> I mean Tony don't know what side we're on half the time. You know what I'm saying? But he shows up to the viewing party in New York, just like, yo, oh, I'm gonna come hang out. It's like, wow. Well, we that's,
1: want we want our we want our audience to know that even if you come to our viewing party and surprise everyone and are really nice to everybody in the room, it's still not okay to talk a certain way to women. It's still not okay to invoke somebody's recently deceased father. And to be honest with you, I don't really care if you're a dick to me. You know, if you're calling me names on the side of my viewing party, that's fine. I don't think anybody's worried about that type of, of, of stuff. So that's the difference. So you know what I mean? Like, yes, he does. He is a dick to everyone, but I don't think everybody wants us to talk about him, you know, just being a dick to Tony when they're out there on the field during the challenge or whether he said oh, something dude, he's mean sarc- to another he's sarcastic. Dude. Yes. So, so yes, we're not. So, so D, you don't need to clarify that. Yes, that he, that everybody gets it from him. We know that it's just not that big of an uh, issue. The issue you, is the, is the misogyny and is, well, you and said is the everybody,
2: comments. but you said everybody, everybody, and maybe it is everybody half the time. But I, I don't know. I don't know the. I don't. I don't. I don't know well, the. Sorry, the I didn't mean everybody. Operation.
1: I didn't mean everybody individually. Like he singled out every single person. or I'm saying every kind of person. He has been <laughs> yeah. a dick to every kind of person. I'm just saying we're not worried about him being a dick to straight white males. You know what so, I'm saying? Sort of. Sort of staying on the subject a little bit. You know what's great I'm about straight the white male.
0: What, what's great about the direction that we're moving in? Uh, you know, not only in society but like in in the challenge, it's not just a. It, It does level a playing field with the different, uh, the different dailies that they have set up and how the final is now. It's, it's not the biggest, baddest, you know, most macho guy that's going to go out there and win it. And recently we've seen that. So it's something I've noticed. So yeah, I could get in the most crazy shape, most greatest shape I've ever been in. But if I'm not mentally right, if I'm not mentally sharp, if I'm not practicing, it sounds funny, but puzzles and, um, you know, little carnival games like that. If I'm not sharpening those skills, I'm not going to be well-rounded enough to win a challenge. So it's something I've learned, um, and it's something that I'm going to take with me in the future. Uh, that pu- that puzzle that Carl won, the memory game, uh, vendettas. That's something that you can you can better yourself at. You could ha- you could better your memory. Um, there's different ways you can do that. Different games you can do that. So I think it's helping everybody overall understand and become a better well-rounded competitor. Uh, I know it is for me. I was lacking the physical and the, um, I guess, well, not really the physicality, but I was lacking the the certain skills of, you know, balance and just coordination and things like that. And I, it was well shown on dirty 30 and the last elimination against Derek, when he beat me to go to the final, it was something I took home with me and I I needed to sharpen up. And I did now going into uh, vendettas and final reckoning. I noticed that Okay, I may have I may have that aspect now, but now I need to work on another part of my game, and that's the the mental part. Yeah, where you know, do we get those?
2: Do you know where we can get those? Do you have I'm, I have my pen here. I I can I can write this down. Can you tell me where to get those that that one specifically? I mean specifically, there's multiple that I mean, that it's, what, that it's, one it's on funny. The memory
0: the memory color one. I don't know. Yeah. You, I'm sure dude, there's so many different Obviously, we know. have kids, so we know. Yeah, you, you. If you go down the kids aisle, <laughs> <So> <laughs> is totally there a Walmart? You're, you're comparing kids' games to like these challenges, but it's it, it's harder than you think. You know, these kids have to memorize these things, and it's they have they have some the kids aisle of toys, the you know down the toy the toy aisle, and then you know there's a bunch of apps you could download, um, and it's something that's it sounds comical and it's funny, but it's like no, it's something you have to take with you now on this challenge, and it's be, and it's because of um, you know us level the playing field to make it fair for everyone. And maybe this is the way it should have been all along.
1: Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, you mentioned that, you know, the challenge moving in the right direction and I think society is too. And, and that's, great and one of the great things about this show is you we've watched some some people especially people who were on early on and like the d's of the world and we watch people mature and you watch people get better as people and you watch them evolve i do think that this show uh, you know w- whether you're doing it solely with johnny clips or with clips in general if you go back and start cherry picking clips from the challenge from 10 15 years ago and run them through the filter of 2018 uh standards. I'm sorry, but pretty much 99% of our favorite cast members are going to look pretty terrible by 2018 standards. And that's a good <laughs> thing. It's a good thing that we've gotten to that point. I think if something bothered you then, that's great. But if something bothers you a lot more now, that's collectively because we've all improved as people and that's a great thing. And I think as long as people hold themselves accountable and can look at an old clip and say, oh man, that's bad. I'm sorry that I said that at the time. Now I'm a bigger person like you just did. We haven't heard Johnny say it yet, but maybe he would. You know, I think that that's, that is all we can ask at this point. Because we can't go yeah. and redo those events. They happen. They happen sometimes 10, 15 years ago on this show, and we have the benefit of, of HD video to watch them in. Uh, it's right. impossible to go back. <clears throat> These aren't happening in real time. I do think you know, that's what's great about having this podcast, having these reunion shows, is that in real time, as these incidents continue to arise, because let's be honest, the show, we are getting better and our standards are getting better, but that doesn't mean that the drama and the fights and the language is is ceasing to exist. Um, you know, I do think that we're getting better at it and people are learning to cop to things, but you know, we're giving them the platform to do so. So when somebody goes and talks at a turn, uses a word they shouldn't use, talks to a person about something that they're not supposed to be talking about. About. I mean, the Kaylee and Natalie thing is something that we've we've talked about and we look forward to having Kaylee on this show to maybe give her another opportunity to properly apologize for that. But, you know, we continue to see it. And as you mentioned, Tony, you know, I think it, it's, it's how you grow from it. And you clearly have. And I think people are looking for other cast members to do so too. And, and your partner here, you know, he, he's the face of the challenge and something that comes with that, particularly when you have all this film to back up people's feelings about you is that people do have very strong feelings about you, whether they be positive or negative.
0: Yeah. And we're, we we look at it through a different lens now than we did, you know, three years ago, four years ago. Um, I know when that thing happened with right on rivals three at the time, I was like, Oh man, come on. You know? And I look back, I look on it now and it's like, Oh, well, you got two kids. That was, you know, I was 26, 27 years old at the time. I'm 30. Now I look back on it I'm like, wow, that was really, really terrible. It's because I'm looking at it through a different filter, a different lens. And it does, it does speak to how, um, how we're just getting better and how our standards have risen um, for people like uh, Kaylee. I know she didn't apologize for the Nally thing. And for, you know, for certain other cast members who just don't want to kind of, own up to it or kind of, kind of just be self-aware enough to know like, Hey, that was wrong. I need to better that. I need to, you know, um, I, I need, I need, I need to change that. Uh, I don't understand it. I don't get it. You know, why not? If the majority of people are telling you that that was wrong, most likely it's wrong. And you need to really, really take an unbiased look at it. Uh, some people have a lot of, a lot more pride than other people. Some people are a lot more stubborn, but, um, I don't know. That's something that I wish people could, could really move on from it. And, and, you know, I wish they would take the lesson from it and better themselves. And maybe some people are holding on to it because it's like, well, that's all I got. No, you know, you could find other things. There's you better that. And then you find, you know, you you give the people something else. You, you, you're always going to make mistakes anyway. You know, we're human until robots take over reality television. There's always gonna be human error. Everybody's always, somebody's always going to say something they shouldn't have or somebody's going to, forget the cameras are there and you know, whatever. So we're always going to have some drama and stuff like that. But, um, I think at the end of the day what what kind of makes it okay, not makes it okay. But, um, it's kind of, you could, it's kind of respectable is, is if you could look at it, learn from it, be sincere. And, uh, you know, just don't let it continuously keep happening. That's what I've tried to do. And that's what I've tried to adopt. And, You know, it's working out for me. I'm I'm not no angel. I'm not no saint. You know, I still have my moments. But um, the point is, I'm I'm trying to get better than I was yesterday. Because if you're not growing, you're dying, right? So, I think that's the uh, that's the point I'm trying to make here.
2: Yeah, I think I think it's it's a blessing for us um, that can uh, watch. You know, and I said this before: watch what we've done on TV and uh, and learn from it, grow from it. And uh, try not to make the same mistakes uh, because we actually do get to watch ourselves, you know, fucking up in real life situations and we can keep what we like and throw away what we don't. My last question to you, Tony, is where is Alyssa and where are the babies?
0: <laughs> okay. Um, so my oldest, Harper, is on a Disney cruise right now with her grandparents. Holy um, shit. Yeah. She's, she's <laughs> loving life living her best life right now. Um, uh-huh. So... So happy for her. So excited for her. I keep seeing all the little pictures and her little Disney outfits. Um, and um, Isla is with Mommy at the gym Oh! While talking while I'm talking to you guys uh, on the podcast. So that's where they are. And, um, you know, Daddy's Daddy's doing a podcast talking to you fine gentlemen. And then I think I'm going to try to head to the gym myself because, uh, I don't know, man. These holidays, he's got the dad bod creeping up a little bit harder than usual. So got to watch
2: it. And, and- – and what and what and what's and what what's the coolest things the little girls have done that that you can uh, recall of late? Because I see all the cute they, they they just keep getting cuter. I know that's that's cooler, but what's some what what's some strides they've made? Because I'm I'm a baby guy. I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm I'm, I'm a big baby guy. I get like sometimes baby whisper, baby whisper. You know what's pretty
0: cool? They're they're starting to sing. Ooh, yeah. So. So um, like in the bath,
2: like in the bath.
0: No, like, so my, um, a buddy of mine had bought, um, had bought this, this Bluetooth microphone to where you could hook your phone up to it and play any song or any, uh, melody. And, you know, you could sing along to it and they've, they've gone pretty crazy with that one. So the, 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 the song right now that they're getting down, that they're getting better at is, uh, rain, rain, go away, come back another day. (laughs) And it's just the cutest thing in the world, you know, um, to, to see that, to see that development, it's, um, man, it's, it's pretty special, dude. Um, my youngest one, Isla, she's a trip, dude. She, um, she's she got the, on this kick where she calls me, boy, I don't know where it came from, where she picked it up at. But she's like, uh uh-uh, you don't do that, boy. And I'm like, who, who are you talking to yes! like that? So, dude, it's, yeah, it, man, um, the greatest gift i ever received was those those
2: two little ones, dude. My, 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 I used to catch my son singing in the shower And I would just creep in Just I'd be like Is he singing in the shower Alright go ahead Scott Sorry Well I
1: was going to say You know uh, Speaking of receiving gifts This isn't fully hashed out yet um, But uh, we'll do a little tease here So the week I believe of Christmas We're going to be doing our Challenge Mania Awards Which we're, we're, we're trying to figure out Something to call them for short Like is it the the You know The Stewies Or is it the The CMEs Or something like that But wh- um, what we do do know is we've started you know putting the nominees together and it's not limited to this you might be up for a few more but Tony while we have you on the line here I think it'd be a waste not to tell you formally that you will be one of our nominees for male competitor of the year and these awards are for the year 2018 so they include vendettas the final reckoning and champs versus stars three the male competitor of the year is going to be given to the the best male competitor as far as athletics eliminations performance goes we have a separate award award for cast member of the year as far as tv drama goes you will also certainly be up for overall challenger of the year which encompasses all of that male or female so couple nominations on your belt mr reigns and those are only okay. two i can okay. confirm you might be up for a few more here as i look at this list but i don't want to give me, away who, who's voting on this who, who controls the voting uh,
2: uh, 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 uh. we can't give it all away yet we're, okay we're, uh, but, well, but let but me just I, I my say, case yeah let well, go, right, ahead. go ahead yeah two of yes. them Let me me throw some stats out. Let me throw some stats out. Okay. All right. So
0: from 2018, all right, I've got a finals appearance. I got a finals win. I was eliminated. The last elimination before the final. Okay. I've got throughout the whole series of dirty thirty final reckoning vendettas, I've got the most daily wins of any other competitor, male or female. Um And and I'm just I just wanted to throw my stat line out there. Y'all can go fact check it if you want. Numbers don't lie. I think uh, I think I'm pretty deserving. And, And
2: and I don't know if there's a performance of the year. If you mentioned that or if that 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 leads into this, but he did he did carry the big papa, the big man, up and down that hill a little bit there in Chance versus Stars, which is arguably could have been tougher. Then uh, either one of these uh, big boy uh, finales, big girl finales, I'll say to
1: toughness aside, because I think that is a little bit subjective here. I will say as a viewer, as a viewer, I enjoyed the Champs versus Stars three final better than their Vendetta's final. And the final reckoning final. It just as far as just how much sense it made visually, uh, how competitive it was, the storyline of you guys coming back and then that eating challenge and the swing and you having to carry CT on your back. So I will say of the three finals we saw this year, that was my favorite one to watch. So literally puts on for what it's worth.
2: 245 pounds on his back and carries him up and down <laughs> and, uh,
1: and to answer <laughs> to answer your question about the, the voting oh, okay. Tony we'll, we will be divulging exactly what the process is going to be but the two guys on the line right now have have most of the say here we are getting some opinions of some other well-versed well-experienced challengers and challenge viewers and we are going to put it to uh, a listener slash patron vote as well that will be a component to decide in the final winner it won't be the sole way of deciding because to be honest with you and Tony you can weigh in here too man I I think that just putting these up as fan polls is a little boring anybody can just do a poll you know what I mean and to be honest with you then it becomes who has the most fans who has the most rabid fans who vote the most times etc so our patrons who are our most dedicated listeners and viewers they're going to get a say here that's probably going to end up being the tiebreaker vote D gets a vote I get a vote the patrons will be the tiebreaker but we have been consulting some other challenge experts and former challenge in composing the nominees here, and we will be telling you guys all the nominees on our nomination special, which will have a special guest as well, and that'll be taped, and we will run. I believe the day after Christmas uh, will be the day that we run that. So Tony Reigns up for at least two Challenge Mania awards. He might be up for some more. I see you in the running here for a few others as well, because we've got comeback player of the year, we've got elimination of the year, we've got uh, the puck award for the best comedy this year, we've got most improved, and I'll be honest with you, I could see you being nominated for all those or at least some of them so who knows so uh so tony definitely uh you know might be uh getting some uh, some app mentions come that nomination special cool exciting stuff man exciting exciting and
2: stuff it, and it can't just be on us too like because because then we'd be biased if it was just us well so that's just why the fans that's out, why the maniacs
1: yeah. are going to be the tiebreaker here because it's it's one of those things where we don't want to put it solely to where well guess what the car maria fans stocked uh, you know uh, stuff the ballot and Cara won everything Cara won male challenger but, of the year i don't even know but, how that happened but, they did it I,
2: somehow you know but i th- but i think it's important <laughs> to hear from the fans just kind of like just tony just put that out there like there may be shit out there that we miss. There are connoisseurs out there. There are challenge connoisseurs out there that that essentially watch this thing under a microscope even more than we do. So it'll be I'm excited to hear once we put the nominees out there what the Tweeple, okay, what the Twitterverse and, and, and our pay and everyone has to say. I'm I'm interested to hear the conversation, Scott.
1: Yeah, you it's know? gonna be a good the one. Debate. Because I think you know Tony's got his stats. I think everybody maybe has their own stats to represent themselves and then the fans or the supporters of each challenger I know has those stats too so our goal is to have it where there's not a single nominee where when someone reads their name on our ballot goes huh why the hell are they nominated that each and every nominee at least has a few people who can make a case for them, have the stats to back it up so we're really excited about that Tony dude thank you for lending us almost two hours of your time today man we really appreciate it and as you mentioned you went through a great year for you that was capped off with a proposal. I'll say this, man. Other than CT, man, there's nobody else who could put that feather in their cap at the end of this year 2018. So thank you, man. Congratulations and uh, D, I'll give you the last word yeah. here, man.
2: Yeah, yeah. If we don't put it out there and we don't hear these debates and we only do stats, then you never, then you never hear stuff like Tony, Tony puts 245 pounds on his back <laughs> and carries him around like a Johnny backpack. I'm out of here.
0: I think he just dropped his headset and dropped the mic faster. <laughs> dropped the mic. Drop the mic. <laughs> hey, look, man. If it we went not for CT, I wouldn't have got to that final. So, you know, I don't want to take too much credit. Yeah, brother. Yeah, man. Exciting stuff. Can't can't wait to see how that all how that uh how that plays out. You said a day after Christmas, so I'll definitely be tuning in.
1: Awesome, brother. We appreciate you. Uh, if we don't speak to you, man, have a have a good holiday with your family. Give our love and best to the kids and to Alyssa. And uh, we'll talk soon, man. Alright guys, appreciate it. Oh, Tony, tell them where they can find the merch. Tony Time
0: merch, Dad Strong merch, uh, Team Bononi merch. Anybody still trying to get that for the holidays? Listen, go to TonyTime.store. tonytim dot store. And um, yeah, go get y'all some merch. Okay. Got the uh, got the got the link. Got the link in my social media bios. Uh, my Instagram is T underscore Reigns. T underscore R-A-I-N-E-S that's Instagram, Twitter is just Tony Rains. so, so go check it
1: out uh, Shouts to Derek Hutech with the tweet of the week saying, uh, true or false Tony's ring was financed primarily with cash from Dave Woods merch purchases over at the Tony Time shop, uh, take care brother, <laughs> we appreciate you, go pick up your Tony Time, Team Benoni, Dad Strong merch over there, they make great holiday gifts especially for the dad in your life thank you brother alright guys, later Take care, and I just want to take a quick second to remind you all about Poshmark. I know most of you guys already have the Poshmark app, but for those of you who don't, I'm give you a second here to download it. And good, you got it. Poshmark is this amazing app where you can shop from millions of closets across America. I'm telling you, they have everything: Burberry, Louis Vuitton, Abercrombie, Syracuse gear, throwback Syracuse gear, throwback anything gear, old sports jerseys, jackets, starter jackets, whatever you want. Not only can you buy things. You can also sell things. I happen to know a guy who may have about a hundred wrestling shirts that his wife might want him to start selling. Hmm. Shipping is easy for both the seller and the buyer. It's super fast shipping. And if you see something you want, you can make the seller an offer. I love this app. I'm telling you maniacs, you will too. The best part is just for being a challenge maniac, you get $5 off your first Poshmark purchase. Just enter the invite code Challenge Mania when you sign up. So, download the Poshmark app if you haven't already. But remember, I gave you a second to do so, so you better have done it. But if you haven't yet, download it now. Use the invite code Challenge Mania and you get $5 off your first purchase. They carry things for women, men, and children. I'm telling you, you will like this app. You will get Clothing Mania just like we are Challenge Mania. All right, all right, that was a little corny. All right, back to our guest. Here we go.